0: Hey there, it's Craig from the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and I have a simple question for you. Are companies really hiring? No, I mean it. Are companies really hiring? We're going to dive into that on today's show because I've gotten some feedback and I think we need to have a discussion. I was an engineer, and in 2008, lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, it's Craig Ansell from the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and we're rolling out another episode. This one is titled, Are Companies Really Hiring? Yeah, it might be an odd title, even I pose a question to you in the title, right? But what's the basis? Where did it come from? Well, this show is partially in reference to episodes 149 and 150, which were the Help Wanted series. Help Wanted Employer Focus and Help Wanted Job Seeker Edition. I took a look, I took a look in those shows as to the viewpoints from each side of the coin the hiring companies, and those seeking jobs. But since then, some feedback has come my way, and it's caused me to create this show. Actually, not only with recent comments from listeners, but even complaints. And it's complaints from people that have applied for jobs. And that's what made me really want to craft today's show for you. So without further ado, let's dive in. You see signs. Companies say they're hiring out there. Job seekers apply. But then what? Drum roll, please. Many applicants are not hearing back. Just silence. That's it. Just silence. I know from personal experience, as well as that from my students and listener feedback, that can be really detrimental. It can be really depressing. It can cause anxiety, even fear, create a self-questioning attitude, and in some cases be demoralizing. You put time, you put effort, you made your best effort, you put your best foot forward for that resume, for that job application, and you're hearing nothing. Silence, maybe crickets, right? Some of my students know that they should follow up and it's something that I recommend. And by that I mean, go above and beyond the typical applicant. But when they follow up by phone, by email, even in person, here's some of the feedback they've gotten call back later, come back at another time, or we'll get back to you. The old we'll get back to you. That's a great one. The problem with any of those statements is they're vague. There's no definitive action, no timetable. You might feel great about getting up the the energy, the strength, the confidence to send that follow-up email, to place that phone call, to wait on hold for an unlimited amount of time, so it seems, to finally speak to someone and simply inquire about the status of your application or the potential opportunity for an interview. And you get those negative statements or those questionable statements as a response. So what's going on? Well, As I mentioned, this lack of response is leaving a negative taste in applicants' mouths. Some are second-guessing the value of their job application, their resume, even they're envisioning the next steps in a negative way, even questioning their ability to confidently interview. Now, in some cases, I do know because I've talked to companies and been on the receiving side of a large number of um, job applications, companies can become overwhelmed. And what I mean by that is, there's a limited number of positions available and hundreds and sometimes even thousands of applicants forms come in. You can start to see why it's difficult, maybe nearly impossible to respond to each and every candidate, difficult to respond to each and every application. So, that leaves us with a question, but does that excuse the lack of the company's response? I don't think so. Prior to COVID, I've seen this type of behavior, and quite frankly, it's disappointing. Now that we've got signs out nearly everywhere, even as I travel across the country, help wanted, apply within, immediate placement, hiring bonuses, um, special hiring benefits, variable, flexible shifts. It's almost as if employers are willing to flex in unnatural and atypical ways to get people in the door just so they can serve their customers, just so they can keep the lights on, the door open and have customer service out there. If that's the case, I would think if I were the employer that I would be hungry, maybe not desperate, but I'd be hungry to get in job applications walk-in applicants, email applicants, online applicants, and I'd want to respond to them as quickly as possible. I know the employers still have to keep the lights on and do their day-to-day tasks plus manage their personal lives, but so do you and I. We have to do our current jobs as well as take care of our personal needs But somehow we still found time to craft a resume. Somehow we still found time to listen to this podcast or another on career growth or about something supporting you and promoting forward motion. Something that has the end in mind, success, vision, growth. We believe we can achieve. We can believe that we will overcome. And that's by doing the next step, that job application, that resume or both. But then that silence can be really daunting. So really, it's a message for you and I out there, the job seekers of the world is what today's show is about. But for any hiring companies, any people in management leadership roles, or if you're a company owner, whether it's a large or small company, I kind of challenge you. Follow up with your human resources department or follow up with your management department that has placed the um, job wanted signs out there. The hiring signs out there. When are they taking the time to review those forms, those applications? How are they communicating back to those people selected for interviews and those not selected? Is there a pile of resumes or job applications you're just not interested in working with those candidates further? What would it take just to respond back with a brief one or two sentences? Thank you for applying. We've chosen to move forward with other candidates at this time. Best wishes. Just food for thought. So really, thinking about today's show, are companies really hiring? The answer is yes, they are. They have needs. But it may take some extraordinary effort on your part, and you might be cringing, Craig, I've already carved out time to listen to your show. I've already subscribed. I'm willing to get in the 15 to 20 minutes once a week for your career tips. Now I even have to do more. I didn't have a resume, but you've helped me through it. Now I've got to do the targeted job application. Now I've got to do follow-up. Ugh. Okay, look, I get it. It can sound overwhelming. You can almost wonder where is your time going to come from? But here's here's the, the difference in you and others out there. If others are facing a similar situation as this, the silence, as I started with at the beginning of the show, the crickets, the non-response, it can affect them equally with negativity, pause, a questioning attitude about their own abilities to apply, to be successful with a job application in an interview, just like it did, just like it affects you and I. The difference is we're choosing to do something different about it. I'd recommend follow-up from phone calls to emails to web forms if they have submissions to in-person checkups. If it's a, if it's a service role out there, such as a customer service at a um, convenience store or at some type of grocery store, If it's a restaurant based or fast food service based, you might just casually go in if it's part of your routine and you can afford it and get a drink or buy a meal. And while you're there, simply inquire, hey, I had put my application in a couple weeks ago or I put my application in recently. I was wondering if there's a hiring manager here, a supervisor, someone I could talk to a shift lead, you know, and that naturally puts you in there. Number one is the supporting customer spending money on that store but also showing that your interest by stepping up is it fair to everyone because a few of us are going to go above and beyond and do those steps that i mentioned that i suggested maybe it's not fair but here's the thing we all have the opportunity to step up and do great things but not all of us are going to act the same way not all of us are going to take on this challenge some of us will be defeated by these non-responses and this silence so Are companies really hiring? Yes, they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a need for the signs up. You know what? I have another thought, though. Take that back. Companies may have been hiring and had those signs up and those message boards out on social media on their website. But what if they're a small company? What if they lack resources or have limited resources and forget to take those signs down? Actually, that was brought up by one of my students uh, earlier this week (laughs) in passing. I had seen them uh, and they said, you know, what if they're not hiring anymore? I said, you know what? That's a completely good question. Maybe the companies have forgotten to take down those signs. I don't want to disappoint anyone, and I don't want to cause anybody heartache by listening to this show, because that would almost be like false advertising. But I don't think it's with malice intention. I don't think these companies that have forgotten that the position has been filled are truly wanting to hurt people's feelings and cause stress and cause anxiety by leaving signs out. I simply think they forgot about it, or they didn't recall that they needed to remove those signs because they got what they needed. They got someone to fill that position or those positions. In those cases, your follow-up is doing yourself due diligence, good justice, by checking in and finding out if the position is still open, as well as reminding the company they might wanna take their signs and advertising down. By the way, by applying for a role and then not hearing back, some companies do keep your records on file and I've actually heard this also from a few of my students earlier in the spring that although they had applied early on in the calendar year and didn't hear back despite their efforts to follow up, they were later contacted to see if they were still interested in having their application reviewed and a potential interview. So try your best to stay positive when it comes to the job application process, as well as creating and customizing your resume for each and every position out there. This might be another case where you shrug and say, oh, Craig, I can't believe it. You want me to create another resume, a custom resume for each and every job? Yes, I do. It used to be a resume was one and done and you'd put it through the photocopier and crank them out by the handfuls. That's not the case anymore. I do truly recommend that for each and every job application you apply to, that you can either attach a resume being optional or if it's required, you customize your resume, even if just a small portion of it, to target that company and target that role. In doing so, you're talking to to the company towards the company's values, their mission statements, their vision statements, and also about the specific role that you're interested in applying for. So in closing, in summary, we have less time and less resources out there as well as the companies. And we're being asked to get more done, to get more done with less. There is an underlying message out there in our job market, and it's a little muddy right now. Yes, we're hiring, but are we really hiring? And so that's where the follow-up comes in. You can get the interview, maybe not at this current role you're applying for because the company's filled the role, but at a future role, you're going to get the interview. You're going to do it by using your persistence and follow-up. And by the way, you'll be ready for that interview and that callback after listening to this show, getting your ducks in a row, get everything organized. If you're uncomfortable with putting your resume together or want a second opinion, I stand by here to help you out. I offer one-on-one coaching as well as a resume masterclass. And part of my one-on-one coaching, one one of my coaching sessions is actually called Interviewing Excellence. And that's where I help you connect with the company on a company level, a job level, and help you show the values, the benefits that you bring during the interview. Too often we talk about the positions, the roles that we played, maybe the titles of our positions, but we forget to talk about the value. Everything when it comes to resumes, interviews, and even job applications is always about a key phrase, a key tool that I use called WIFM, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me. And when I say what's in it for me, I mean from your future employer's viewpoint. By preparing yourself in that way, possibly working with me through career coaching one-on-one or taking my online resume masterclass to help you get your resume tuned up and ready for that next job application and potential interview. You'll see what I mean by targeting that job and having the right critical details. I'm Craig Ansell, your host, and you're listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and also Please like us and comment on your favorite player, such as Apple Podcasts. You can always visit our website, CraigAnsell.com, where we have free downloads to help you on your job seeker journey. God bless. We'll talk next week.